0: Missing students and how to deal with this crisis communication issue. That's the topic for today. I'm Ryan Ferran, and this is podcast number two. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. A very important topic when dealing with missing students and crisis communications. So we're going to run through this today, hopefully in about 10 or 15 minutes, and talk about some of the issues you really need to think about when communicating about missing students in your school and your school district. Thanks so much for joining us. Podcast number two, as mentioned, podcast number one, we talked about why Facebook is one of the ideal social media platforms for schools and school districts, and how you can really make it a safe and secure platform, especially if you're just jumping into social media. So we talk a lot about why it's so beneficial for your school district, and really some of those techniques to provide that extra layer of security and safety. One of, the really thing, one of the really cool things we talk about is hiding comments. This is something a little bit different than deleting comments, but it's a really great feature that's exclusive to Facebook and not many people know about. But if you have a Facebook page and you're an administrator, you can use this technique. Again, we talk about it in podcast number one. You can find that on my blog, ryanprforan.blogspot.com. As for today, I got an email over the weekend from one of my colleagues saying, just found out we have a missing student in our district. What are the first few things I should be thinking about and doing? Great question because unfortunately, we deal with this a lot and it's probably not going away anytime soon. A lot of the times, it's just a student or child didn't check in with mom or dad. It's been a few hours. He's still at his friend's house and the communication gap between that type of issue happens a lot, but sometimes it's more serious. So I wanna go over a few things with that. So when I was talking to my colleague about you know, the first few things I would definitely do in this, inspired me maybe more people, uh, school administrators would be interested in this topic and kind of how I've dealt with this in the past. Definitely had my fair share of missing students in our school district. Luckily for us, all these situations have turned out very good. Students, children are back. Um, But it is a very tense and sensitive situation when you're going through it. So we're gonna run down about five or six steps to do when you're dealing with a missing student in your district. So the first thing I do, and let me preface this by saying all situations are different and you may wanna change the order of this a little bit. Sometimes you'll learn about the missing student through a media report or through a press release from the police. Sometimes it'll come from the school first or a parent. But one of the first steps I really normally do is I call the parents. So I'll figure out where the student goes to school, who their parents are, I look them up in our system, I'll give them a call and check in, and really the first thing I do is offer my support hey this is ryan with arcadia unified i understand uh, one of your students your child is missing so sorry about that i just wanted to call and say is there anything we can do and then i let them know what we can do what we have as school districts is a huge valuable resource in how fast we can communicate and with how many people we can communicate with we all have our mass email list with all of our parents our students and staff in there so we can reach thousands of people in just a few minutes after we type up an email and send it out. So we really help the police when they want to get the word out there. And if they do a press release, we can help that situation immensely by putting it on our social media and sending out those email blasts, getting out the word to the staff and letting everyone know. So if they're doing some kind of Amber, Amber alert for a missing student or just looking for you know, maybe it's a typical missing student. We have so many people we can reach so fast, so it really helps. But step one is talking to the family and letting them know, I understand the situation's going on. What can you tell me about it? Get a little bit of background. Don't be police investigator, but just say, here's what I can do. I can post this on our social media. I can send out an email blast. Um, would you like some help in getting the word out? So I asked them first, and if nine, 10, 9 out of 10 times they're going to say, yes, that'd be great. Um, and every time I've talked to a parent about that, they said, oh, thank you so much. We'd really appreciate that. So we can really expedite getting out the word about a missing student and trying to locate them. So that's step number one in most cases is talking with the family, letting them know, we can do this, just wanna make you aware so you, you know, come across our Facebook page and see you know your child on there. But in most cases when it gets to this level, the police have already put something out, it may have been picked up in your local paper in the media. Step number two, talk to the police. You should have an established relationship with your school resource officer, or the PIO, watch commander, somebody you go to in these crisis communications. If you don't know who to call right away, that's what you need to do is figure out who that person is and also who their backup is. For us in Arcadia, we have a great relationship with our school resource officer. I can always call him super fast getting back to us, but sometimes he takes days off, he's responding to another emergency, I need to know who that backup is. So find out who that person is in your district, you should have a good working relationship with them and talk to them and say, I talked to the parents, they want us to put this out. Do you have any concerns? What are you th- thinking we could do? Is that okay with you? A lot of the times again when the police are putting out a press release, they obviously want to get the word out so they're like, "Yes, let's do this." Um there's the rare instance though when, you know, mom or dad could be a suspect in this missing child case, whatever it may be. So you may talk to mom or dad and they say, no, we don't want any help with that. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Please, you know, it's a family matter. Keep it private. So you may take that and go, okay, I want to respect the the wishes of the family. That's usually where I tend to lean. Again, if you're talking to the police and they say, well, you know, dad may have told you that, but dad is also suspect number one. Um, And so, of course, that's why. So you want to follow up with the police. Make sure uh, you share the information you got from the family with them and say, this is what I'm thinking. We're going to send out an email blast. We're going to put it on our social media page. I just want to check with you guys, your law enforcement agency, and make sure I'm not going to hinder your investigation or your process at all and get on the same page with them. They may say that's great. Wait, hold off um, for half hour, we think we may have something, or they may have some reason in their process, but just work with law enforcement and family. That's the first two steps I would do. So when you're on the same page with them, then you can go out, craft an email message, craft some social media message, and go from there. Step three, stick to the facts. Don't jump to any conclusions, don't make any assumptions, Just stick to the facts, stick to the basics, don't play lead investigator. It's very tempting, you'll get theories from people coming into your Facebook page, emails coming in, but just stick to the facts. What I usually do, especially if there's a press release already out from the police department, I will do a brief introduction. Please keep an eye out, please share this post. One of our students is missing. More information below the press release. I let the police do their job. We're letting them get the facts out, the information out, so they take the lead. We are just there as a conduit to getting this information out. So when you get those emails in or those Facebook messages saying, hey, I saw Billy or Sally last seen here, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you for the information. Please get this to the police. We're not taking this information in and obviously you will pass that information along to police. But keep your message very simple, basic, just the facts. Now it's not the time to go into reminders about uh, making sure parents' phone numbers and emails are updated and stuff like that. Maybe a couple days after is a good reminder so you can contact the parents right away, that sort of thing. But just stick to the facts, keep it basic, ask people to spread the word, keep an eye out, talk to their kids um, if you know they're at the same school that sort of thing but just keep it simple keep it short just get the facts and use the police as the lead investigators and the source of your information the next step is to work really closely with the principal of the school from where the missing child attends and that school staff so you want to be in constant communication with them because from a district perspective, that school is going to be inundated with questions, comments, emails, any information. So you want to make sure the principal and that school staff are really in the loop on what's going on because they are really on the front lines for you as well communicating because they're getting so many Inquiries about what's going on, so they need the information as well. So, make sure you keep that school site specifically in the loop as well, just so you can really help them communicate. And you can tell them, you know, send information to the district office or whatever. But here's what's going on, they need to be in the loop, and they'll probably have information that you may need, or maybe talking to mom or dad, they may already have a previous relationship with them, or a teacher on the campus may know the child and their parents very well so you want to be in constant communication with them too as well so you can get all that information and let them know what's going on as well and before i get to the final step when you're talking to the police and the family about what's happening be sure to tell them okay when sally comes home and she is no longer a missing person be sure to call me immediately. So tell the family that and tell the police that. Please, as soon as this is no longer a missing child, please let us know so we can spread the word. So that takes us to our fifth and final step in this process. We're going to say that Sally was found and she is home safe, but you have to follow up with the updates and that information. You can't send an email blast and you can't put on social media that Sally is missing and then leave leave the community and people hanging because you'll have a lot of worried people. You will see such a reaction and reach on your social media pages, people sharing, wanting to help. But you need to follow up as soon as you know so you're not leaving those people worried and um, kind of on the edge of their seat wondering what's happening and what the latest is so don't forget to follow up with the good news as soon as you get it and if you sent an email blast be sure to send another email blast thanking the community and letting them know everything is safe and sound the student was home and if there's some information that the, you talked to the family and they're they're okay with getting out um, whatever that may be share that and let everyone know This is a resolved issue and it's over, no need to worry. And that will put a very happy conclusion on this issue. And of course, when you're communicating all this to the community, you wanna make sure that your Board of Education, your district leaders, your executive staff, they know all about this and your principals and the district leaders are in the loop as well. And maybe even before, if you have any time before you're sending out the mass messages to community and family. Just wanna give you guys a heads up, this is coming out. We're gonna help the parents here and this is what we're doing. So if you see something, this is what's going on. So make sure all your important stakeholders, your board of education and those types of people are in the loop as well. So hopefully that'll help you if you ever deal with this unfortunate situation. Hopefully your situation ends very positively. And again, probably the two main things to take away from this, work with the family, work with law enforcement, let the police do their job. They're very good at it. They handle these types of situations a lot. Be there to support them, to support the family, and keep everyone in the know. Again, hope that helps everybody. Really appreciate your time. We have a lot of districts dealing with that. Again, was inspired by a uh, colleague of mine, that asked me, how should I be dealing with this? That is podcast number two. We are working on several other podcasts. I'm going to be doing one very soon about our digital communications internship at Arcadia Unified. I've presented about this topic several times at some conferences. We have a team of interns working for us. It's great. It's one of the best parts of my job. So we're going to talk about that. And another topic I'm really passionate about and want to do very soon is views on Facebook and LinkedIn. What do those analytics really mean? You'll be shocked to learn about what I discovered about LinkedIn views. And we'll talk about Facebook video views as well and what that means. Thanks so much for tuning in. You can find all my podcasts on the blog Ryan Ferran, RyanPRForan.blogspot.com. Dot .com and you can find me on Twitter Ryan P. Faran at Twitter. Thanks so much everybody have a great day.